Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Leviticus 7, the priest part in the offerings. Now this is the law of the guilt offering. It is most holy. In the place where they slay the burnt offering, they are to slay the guilt offering. And he shall sprinkle its blood around on the altar. And then he shall offer from it all its fat, the fat tail and the fat that covers the entrails and the two kidneys with the fat that is on them, which is on the loins and the lobe on the liver. He shall remove with the kidneys. The priest shall offer them up in smoke on the altar as an offering by fire to the Lord. It is a guilt offering. Every male among the priests may eat of it. It shall be eaten in a holy place. It is most holy. The guilt offering is like the sin offering. There is one law for them. The priest who makes atonement with it shall have it. Also the priest who presents any man's burnt offering, that priest shall have for himself the skin of the burnt offering which he has presented. Likewise, every grain offering that is baked in the oven and everything prepared in a pan or on a griddle shall belong to the priest who presents it. Every grain offering mixed with oil or dry shall belong to all the sons of Aaron, to all alike. Now this is the law of the sacrifice of peace offerings, which shall be presented to the Lord. If he offers it by way of thanksgiving, then along with the sacrifice of thanksgiving, he shall offer unleavened cakes mixed with oil and unleavened wafers spread with oil and cakes of well-stirred fine flour mixed with oil. With the sacrifice of his peace offerings for thanksgiving, he shall present his offering with cakes of leavened bread. Of this he shall present one of every offering as a contribution to the Lord. It shall belong to the priest who sprinkles the blood of the peace offerings. Now as for the flesh of the sacrifice of his thanksgiving peace offerings, it shall be eaten on the day of his offering. He shall not leave any of it over until morning. 
But if the sacrifice of his offering is a votive or a free will offering, it shall be eaten on the day that he offers his sacrifice, and on the next day what is left of it may be eaten. But what is left over from the flesh of the sacrifice on the third day shall be burned with fire. So if any of the flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offering should ever be eaten on the third day, he who offers it will not be accepted, and it will not be reckoned to his benefit. It shall be an offensive thing, and the person who eats of it will bear his own iniquity. Also the flesh that touches anything unclean shall not be eaten. It shall be burned with fire. As for other flesh, anyone who is clean may eat such flesh. But the person who eats the flesh of the sacrifice of peace offerings, which belongs to the Lord in his uncleanness, that person shall be cut off from his people. When anyone touches anything unclean, whether human uncleanness or an unclean animal or any unclean detestable thing and eats of the flesh of the sacrifice of peace offerings, which belong to the Lord, that person shall be cut off from his people. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, You shall not eat any fat from an ox, a sheep, or a goat. Also the fat of an animal which dies and the fat of an animal torn by beasts may be put to any other use, but you must certainly not eat it. For whoever eats the fat of the animal from which an offering by fire is offered to the Lord, even the person who eats shall be cut off from his people. You are not to eat any blood, either of bird or of animal, in, in any of your dwellings. Any person who eats any blood, even that person shall be cut off from his people. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, He who offers the sacrifice of his peace offerings to the Lord shall bring his offering to the Lord from the sacrifice of his peace offerings. His own hands are to bring offerings by fire to the Lord. He shall bring the fat with the breast, that the breast may be presented as a wave offering before the Lord. The priest shall offer up the fat in smoke on the altar, but the breast shall belong to Aaron and his sons. You shall give the right thigh to the priest as a contribution from the sacrifices of your peace offerings. The one among the sons of Aaron who offers the blood of the peace offerings and the fat, the right thigh shall be his as his portion. For I have taken the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the contribution from the sons of Israel from the sacrifices of their peace offerings, and I have given them to Aaron the priest and to his sons as their due forever from the sons of Israel. This is that which is consecrated to Aaron and that which is consecrated to his sons from the offerings by fire to the Lord. In that day, when he presented them to serve as priests to the Lord, these the Lord had commanded to be given from them, the sons of Israel, in their day that he anointed them. It is their due forever throughout their generations. This is the law of the burnt offering, the grain offering, and the sin offering, and the guilt offering, and the ordination offering, and the sacrifice of peace offerings, which the Lord commanded Moses out at Mount Sinai in the day that he commanded the sons of Israel to present their offerings to the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai. Reading through Leviticus, you can see little subtleties of, of uh, symbolism that just points directly to what Jesus did for us on the cross, especially when you look at the law regarding the offerings. So you can see the guilt offering. It's most holy. The guilt offering, that would be an offering made out of guilt because I've done something wrong. You also see the, um, we see sin offering. We see thanksgiving offering. We see peace offering. The only thing, we have a burnt offering 
And then you also have a grain offering that's different. Burnt offering is what we do in an animal sacrifice that is laid upon an altar and burned. The, the grain offering is also put in for burning, but not necessarily. It's not a sacrifice of an animal. It is the grain offering sometimes is when we're asking for something like asking for um, prosperity asking for blessing over our business which would be the prosperity blessing over our relationships blessing over our lives so the the living sacrifice of an animal is to cover our sins our guilt it's to pray for peace and to offer thanksgiving when jesus died on the cross he was our living sacrifice once and for all again that's we don't need to do live animal sacrifices anymore because he sat in the place or he took the place of every single one of our need for a living sacrifice that does not take away the grain sacrifice or the wine sacrifice or or the drink sacrifice that does not take away those jesus did not replace those he replaced, he covered our sins. He is also our Prince of Peace. So he covered that. And Thanksgiving. So all that covered in here. You can see this. Of course, as I've mentioned, God wants us to, part of the law is that you keep the best portions and offer that up for him. That is not to be eaten by us. So the best portions of this meat is to be burnt up as an offering, a, a sweet-smelling aroma for God, not for us to keep the best part for ourselves. That's this thing where it's a sacrifice that's given. And then you can see here where it talks about how, you know, some, some things you can and cannot eat. Now that's outside of the most, the, the richest and best of the meat. Because again, that's for God, but... You see that on the first day and the second day, you can eat of the Thanksgiving sacrifice or offering. But on the third day, you can't. It's done. In fact, it won't be received. So when Jesus was our sacrifice and he was sacrificed and then in the tomb for three days and three nights... And on that third one, he rose. No longer as a sacrifice, now as an overcomer. Now, that goes further to where he needed to take that, being the sacrifice, he needed to go before the Father. He even told Mary, do not touch me, do not touch me, for I have yet to see the Father. But on that same day, later in the day, he's now before them, and he said, now you can touch me because he had been before the father. So he was uh, still needed from the morning to the evening. He needed to present himself as that sacrifice in the throne room before God, the father. And until he had done that, it would have tainted the sacrifice. So you can see he would be received only on that day from the Father. 
but we couldn't consume of that sacrifice on the third day. Same thing here. The first day, you can eat of it. The second day, you can eat of it. But the third day, you cannot because it would not be received. So just dismissing all the laws and all the the part of the Bible in Leviticus, especially just skipping over it leaves a lot of rich understanding out there. That's just unknown. There's, there's so much truth that uh, helps, especially when you're having conversations with people and you're telling them that um, God's word is true from the beginning to the end. There's not a portion of it that's been taken away. And then they immediately say, oh, so you do live sacrifices of animals? Well, you have nothing to say to that if you don't understand. No, Jesus took the place of that. But yes, I still make offerings to God. Yes, I still bring offerings into his church, but that would be for grain offering. That would be for a drink offering. That would be me bringing something I don't need to sacrifice a living animal anymore. Jesus did that once and for all. But I still need to, as God blesses me or when God calls me to do so, I need to bring those other offerings in to his, uh, for his kingdom, to his house. That didn't go away. So Father, thank you that you're consistent and you do not change. Then I pray that for those people who have been taught and led to believe that you do change, that that you could show them knowledge and understanding. You can open their eyes to see the truth and the fact that we're still supposed to come before you with offerings. We're still supposed to come before you and praying for um, that prosperity and that covering over our family, over our business, over our lives. We're supposed to still come to you and say, thank you for what you've done. And then also asking, Father, please give into the next week, into the next season, into the next year. Father, thank you that when we come to you and we ask, you're faithful. You give generously without hesitation. Help us to see your hand and the blessings in our lives and help us to keep your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.